You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi, everyone. Welcome to an episode of Trash Pandas, a very Merry Christmas Trash Pandas. I'm Lindsay, (laughs) and this is my lovely co-host, Lauren. And we are here to deliver everything that's trashy and trending, specifically the new season of 90 Day Fiance, the OG, the original, not one of the spinoffs. Long awaited. Yeah, not one of the 14 spinoffs that they have. (laughs) Not one of the 14 spinoffs that they have that Discovery Plus, is it Discovery Plus? They're now trying to to pay for it. You have to pay for uh pillow talk and everything else so i'm That's like fine. i don't want to watch pillow talk anyway well and even last reunion for yeah. um which one did we just finish 90 <laughs> day <laughs> 90 the other day, way the other way um so in order to see that reunion you have to pay for this new streaming service i'm like that's a bunch of bullshit just give me the crap yeah I mean, honestly, like the reunions are usually way more anticlimactic than they lead up, you know, obviously that they're giving us in commercials, but I'm like, you really expect us to pay? I just wonder if it's going to flop. There's no way that I'm going to pay for it. Hell no. I just can't believe like they're even trying. Like just, it's just crap. Like what is the world heading to where we're going to have to pay for 500 different streaming services right each channel has their own streaming service I know or it's like regular cable is just going to end up being cheaper yeah I completely (laughs) agree especially since you can do stuff like with regular cable like recording you know it's like you're going to be forcing us back into regular cable where like the convenience of just streaming was like what pushed us out of cable right and then now it's going to make the big shift back like yeah yeah and you, we, now you have to pay for like premium streaming in order to not have advertisements and mm-hmm. it's just it's not good it's and I, not do <laughs> I do that I do that I do that I pay for that <laughs> so I'm like fuck that I don't want a whole bunch of commercials I don't those are the worst And they're always the same. Like I have the Hulu one where you have to watch the commercials and Mm -hmm. it's always like the same three commercials every single break. Yeah, I agree. (sighs) That's the other thing too, is like, if they were just pitching to me, like other shows and other movies, I would probably sit there and happily watch commercials for like 45, 45 minutes straight. Yeah, it's show like me some good movie trying, trailers. Like, find something to watch. We'll yeah. sit there with, like, all these previews. Right. Like, I have no problem watching that stuff, but I don't want you to try and sell me a car. Right. Or, like, <laughs> I or a don't feminine really about the big sale event at Victoria's Secret. Like, right. <laughs> I'll Google it Victoria's if I plan Secret on going there. All right. So um, this new season, I don't know how I feel about it yet. We're three episodes in and I'm kind of like, I don't know. I feel bad because I'm like, I know half of this season was interrupted because of coronavirus. But I'm like, they are stretching out some of this material that so far that I'm like, this is 
the most like, do I need to watch three episodes of Brandon and his mom arguing <laughs> about whether his girlfriend can sleep in the same room as him? I know that is getting very old. Three episodes. I'm, I'm like, I have all these notes this for this entire thing and it's like so few of them are actually notes and a lot of it is like me just being like this shit again yeah. you know like yeah more of this mess from last season just wrapping up the same shit right especially like Rebecca and Ziad ugh, and Mike and my god freak face Natalie Natalie yeah she She's is so weird I do. Not. Let's just go right into yeah, okay. it. Okay. So this let's take start forever. with Let's start Brandon. Yep. So we have um Brandon who's 27 from Dinwiddie, Virginia. I'm like Dinwiddie. That is fun. Uh <laughs> it sounds like something um Ned says in the Simpsons. Yeah. Um so he's a pest control tech and there's a bunch of clips of him blasting bugs. Um, lives with, lives on a farm with mom and dad, or I wrote roommates, aka mom and dad. <laughs> and they, looks like they breed German shepherds. And he, yeah, I was uh, like, is this a puppy mill? Did yeah, he, just he says, grew up on a puppy farm kennel, like, I actually farm? wrote down the exact phrase he said. He said, dog breeding kennel. We run a dog breeding kennel. And I was like, that's a really, like, particular weird way sounds like a puppy mill puppy mill (laughs) (laughs) i mean they could be legit breeders who knows sure sure um anyway so he's gonna take over that family business one day but other than that they have like a fully it seems like a fully operational farm goats and all that fun stuff i guess goats is what makes a farm for me because i can't name a single other animal that they have (laughs) i think they have you have a goat, you have a (laughs) I think they had horses too. I think very vaguely, I remember them having a horse or something, but actually it's funny that you said that because we also were like talking about how all I saw other than dogs was goats. (laughs) Goats. So I guess there's a big thing for goat's milk (laughs) or something. I don't know. We'll see (laughs) To, to to be determined, I guess, in another episode. So Ron is his dad and Betty is his mom and he looks exactly like Betty. <laughs> it is scary. <laughs> um he says up front his mom is controlling and then he goes on to talk about how like his parents tried to set him up on like a farmers farmersonly.com farmersonly.com uh which is really funny. Um, but he ends up meeting Julia, um, who is from Russia. She's beautiful. Um, she does pageants and bodybuilding, but her passion in life is dancing. And so she's like a go-go dancer when they meet, and they meet over video chat through one of his friends somehow. And they don't use a very good, like, video of her dancing to, like, display her skills. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She's like gorgeous and she has the body and like, I'm sure that there was probably a better video out there, but whatever video they use, it's just like her doing like one move (laughs) over and over again. Just like the hair whip. 
Yeah, it's just like, it's, right. I was about to say, it's the Britney Spears hair flip. Yeah. Like, that's it. Literally, you don't need to be a skilled dancer for that. You just need long hair extensions. Um, so she was denied a visitor's visa initially to come visit him in the United States um, because she told the consulate that Brandon was her boyfriend. So they needed to apply for the K-1. Um, so he proposed to her in Iceland. He flew both of them to Iceland, proposed to her there. And then in a later trip, all the families went and met in France, which I thought was nice that their families had already met and stuff. Cause usually that's not the situation. So, um, parents got to meet each other and all that good stuff. Um, his mom says Americans are going to assume that. <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, no. Sorry, I skipped forward. His parents are skeptical of Julia's intentions. Um, but he's been honest with her about her living situation. He's like, dude, flew us both to Iceland, flew us both to France. I'm in some debt. So we got to yeah. live with mom and dad when he, he said that her. he had spent like $10,000 on vacations in the past six months or something. Yeah. And his so mom, broke ass bitch. his mom, um, this is what his mom says. He, she's like worried that Americans are going to assume that she's like a stripper or call girl. She says, mm-hmm. um, because she's a dancer. And I was like, okay, so you're a dancer and that makes you like, they're completely different things. Right. I just hate that idea that it's like, cause you're a dancer. That somehow means that you're a prostitute. I just don't understand how those two things are necessarily related. No, not at all. Um, his parents are, so this is the three episode long freaking dilemma. His parents are making them sleep in separate rooms when she gets there, which is dumb. I mean, it's like, uh, clearly they're in their mid to late twenties. They're having sex. They're engaged. They're staying on vacations in the same room. Even, even when they pick her up, like she's in the same room as him. So it's not like they're like, you guys can't sleep together at all it's just it's in their just house a really weird power move to me it really is and like she the mom's like we're just old-fashioned and I'm like okay but you're not really that old-fashioned because now you're talking to this girl about being on birth control so right. you know I don't know I mean like I understand like not wanting to hear your kids having sex but then address that if that comes up like as awkward right. as that I mean, they're going to find a place to do it, whether it's in the barn with the goats or <laughs> like in the they're shower, gonna just fuck next to the goats. they're going to find a place family. to do it just because you, <laughs> I just don't, I don't follow, I guess I don't follow the logic at all. Yeah. Um, so Brandon hasn't told her this yet. This is his big secret that mom and dad won't let him sleep together. And um, he anticipates that Julia will be mad. His mom and dad are so overly involved, like red flag city. Um, They are all going to D.C. to pick up Julia. His mom threw a fit and inserted herself into the D.C. trip um, and said, like, I'll pay for her plane ticket here. I'll pay for the hotels and everything while we're there. But I have to go with you. Um, right. And he's basically like, okay, I'm going to save all that money. 
Right. I mean, who would say no to that? I wouldn't. I mean, it's really like invasive and weird, but I would be like, I'm a broke ass bitch. Yeah. Of course. I'm not above a free fucking ride. I am not above a free anything. Um, (laughs) um, They asked Brandon um, on their way there if she's on birth control. And uh, Brandon seems kind of like weird and anti-birth control. I mean, I get it. Like, none of their business. You know, like, I would be avoiding that conversation, too. But, like, the way he says it, like, she's like, he's like, she's not going to take medicine. Like, nothing is in her body. Like, she doesn't take anything, like, any type of pills or anything. Yeah, like, she doesn't even take ibuprofen or anything like that. Yeah. And, um... So, like, it's pretty obvious that they aren't practicing safe sex because he's even, like, says he doesn't like using condoms. He doesn't want to take on the responsibility of having to bring condoms. But And, like, first of all, ew. Like, who the fuck says something like that? (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Like, guy, seriously, like, if you're, like, taking on the responsibility, like, yeah, the, you know what a baby's like, right? Right. You, it, this is like a takes two to tango kind of thing. Like, <laughs> right. you, you do realize right. how babies are born, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. And then, like, it seems like he would have a more like progressive thought on this because his mom is like, "Oh, well, I'll call my doctor, and when she gets here, we'll get her on birth control." Mm-hmm. Like, his mom is like, seems like to be. Like, she's okay with at least talking to her kid about sex and safe sex practices, even though he's 27 and he, Yasha, already had this talk. But um, it's just weird that he seems like really like anti birth control in a sense. Yeah. Or, or it, it's not even that he's like anti her being on birth control as much as it's like he's anti like having to do anything that would considered birth control if it was something he had to take care of you know what I mean like it seemed like he was okay with I don't know if the entire thing is just very weird and I felt so bad for him in that situation because I was just like the mom is getting really like into his business and like she can definitely say like what what she thinks should happen but like She's like, I'm going to talk to her and get her. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. was weird. Like, she doesn't understand boundaries at all. <laughs> right. I'm going to talk to her when she gets here. It's just like. Right. It should have been like, hey, Brandon, you need to talk you to her. You need to talk this. to her. Exactly. And if she needs to, I can give her the number to my doctor. Right. But instead, she's like totally taking control of this whole situation to the point where she actually calls the gynecologist on their way to go pick up Julia to like ask questions about getting her in there as a patient. It's so Which, bizarre. Yeah, that is just very bizarre how involved mom is. Yeah. Super, super bizarre. So um, you can already tell there's going to be a huge power clash between Julia and Betty. Um, Brandon calls his mom a cock black, which I thought was um, pretty funny. Um, After, (laughs) 
So she arrives at the airport and they make out in front of his parents. And his yeah, parents it's super awkward kissing lovingly. Women. And it's super, super weird. Um, yeah, his mom has basically like planned every single minute of this like Washington DC trip for the four of them to spend <laughs> together. And she's like, like, oh, we're going to pick up your girl and then we're going to go on like a legit tour uh, no I know she was asking she was acting like they were on like a history tour and she was giving it like she was giving dates from the 1800s and like why things were built and I was just like it was very weird it's really cool to be patriotic to a point and I get it like you want to show off America but <laughs> you need to calm it down a few notches. This girl just got to America. And this 26-year-old like, chick doesn't know who Trump is. So, like, right. don't she comes so. into She comes in and, like, the mom's like, okay, well, we're going to go to the, the, the hotel and get you checked in. But, you know, we got to meet back downstairs in 10 minutes so we can go to dinner. And she's just like, I just got here. I just want to shower and sleep. And like, you know what I mean? Like she has her mom is, or his mom is just like, okay, like let's go immediately. As soon as she gets there. Yeah. And I was I, shocked at how many times that happened. Oh, in this, I know. Like, season. Yes. Oh yeah. Cause we'll talk about freaking stupid ass Jovi. I hate him. <laughs> um, anyways, but yeah, it's, it's really inconsiderate. Like let the two have time to themselves and just let her unwind for a second. Like it's a super long trip. Yeah. Um, anyways, so they go to um, they go to dinner together, mm-hmm. and his mom is the one who ends up bringing up the fact that they can't sleep in the same room together. She's and such a tattletale. She's <laughs> she's such a tattle. You can tell though that this is why she's doing this. She wants to see this reaction. Yeah. And like oh, yeah. She, she is like total joy yeah. from this. Like she's smiling about it. Yeah. And of course it pisses off Julia. And then she brings up birth control um, to Julia. And um, Brandon, you can tell, is like uncomfortable. He's pissed at his mom for bringing it up. But he doesn't. He just like sucks it up and is like. Yeah, he just completely oh, is like. Fight back. You can tell that he's embarrassed, but he doesn't go, Hey mom, like Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe don't, you know, he doesn't ever say anything. My favorite part of that entire situation though, was when uh, Julia was like, kind of like weirded out about his mom bringing up birth control and stuff for good reason. And she goes, Oh, like, I don't really drink medicine. And his mom is just like, what? That's like medieval. Yeah. you know, she's like, drink medicine. Oh my God. It's not like that anymore. And she's, he's just like, no, she means like, she doesn't take medicine. Right. Like English is not her first language. Right. And so instead of she picked the word closest to what she thought. Right. And then the mom is just like, she literally thinks that this girl is like (laughs) living in like the city. Century. <laughs> that's and her view of Russia like about to have like leeches she thinks that she's gonna have to have leeches on her body and she's gonna have to like suck out like yeah, I can't. it's just like so ridiculous his mom's gonna like, buy her like an actual chastity belt I know <laughs> <laughs> With, like a little lock on it 
<laughs> that's her. Oh that's her. Um, yeah, that's how she's going to get her birth control chastity out. <laughs> um. Oh my god. So anyway, so, um, the yeah. mom is super overbearing, and Brandon is pretty much sitting there silent and embarrassed. And she, Julia really wants him to talk to his parents and try and figure out whether or not they can change their mind. Um, and he clearly doesn't want to, but he says that he will. She um, also threatens him. Like, she's oh, yeah. going to go home. Yeah, that she's going to go. Like, if if this isn't, if this, she she says, like, if we end up having to stay with your parents, then I'm just going to go home. So, I don't ever yeah. think you should threaten people like that, but what? No, but Ju- you can tell she's a brat. I mean, oh, I yeah. like, I like that she's feisty and I like that, like, she's not going to take this, like, laying Not down, as bratty but... as Yara, but definitely super bratty. Yeah, no, yeah. right. Yeah, she's super bratty. I kept getting, um, who was, oh, Anfisa. I kept getting oh, yeah. Anfisa. Totally when, Anfisa. Yeah, when I when I saw her, like a young Anfisa, mm-hmm. um, she's very bratty. But I yeah. love Anfisa, so me too. I'm like, get it, girl. She's got that yeah. snatch little waist. Yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, they okay. They go to um, she's when they're talking about this. I'm sorry, I'm like a little bit scrambled here. Um, as soon as they start, they start talking about this, she explains to him that she had an ex-boyfriend that they also lived with his parents. Mm-hmm. And when they would fight about stuff, the mom would obviously, his mom would obviously be on his side. And they're like, she's a terrible person and he's just a great guy, you know? So I understand where she's coming from. If she's like, I've experienced this before. Yeah, And, you know, like, I don't want to have to live in that, that kind of situation again. He should have been forthcoming, you know, about that and not wait until she got to America to say that to her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, she knew they were going to be living with her, his parents. For a little while. Yeah. yeah. She but, at least knew that they were starting there. But yeah. I think that she thinks it's going to be like. Okay, so next month we're moving out. Not like we're going to stay right. here for six months. Right. Um. So then, like, they go around D.C. And this is where Betty's acting like a tour guide. And she's taking selfies. Betty's annoyed by it. Blah, blah, blah. She's shocked at fat people in America. <laughs> like... Why are they running? They're fat. Well, maybe that's why they're running, dum-dum. Yeah. There you go. Um, and, like, that's about it. Brandon talks to his mom about sleeping in the same room, and mom's not budging. Yeah, mom basically says, my way or the highway. Yeah. And then she seemed pretty upset, too, when Brandon's like, oh, well, we're going to miss out on dinner tonight because I, like, did something special for just the two of us. And yeah. then, like, the dad and the mom are like, Oh, well, I guess it's just us tonight. I guess they're leaving us like legitimately upset. It was so weird. That that entire dynamic between them is extremely weird. It's yeah, it's way I can't, too much. I can't handle way it. Way too, too close. <laughs> All right, moving on to Jovi. All right, Jovi. Jovi, 29. this is gonna be a shit show. Can't wait From to see this one. New Orleans. Um people describe me as a little crazy probably party too much i said definitely a drinker 
I said, total bro. Total bro sip. Yep, absolutely. Um, Minton bro. So lives in New Orleans, but was from like a small town on the bayou. He looks like Ducky from Pretty in Pink. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> exactly like him. And I don't like it. Um, he does maintenance underwater for oil pipelines. So he's like gone for 30 days at a time on a job, which is going to be an issue because as soon as Yara, his fiance from Ukraine arrives, he has like two weeks and then he leaves for 30 days, leaving her alone in New Orleans. Um, he says that they met on a dating app. Um, they have a lot of the same interests met for the first time in Budapest. And then they basically like, it looked like they traveled to a ton of fucking cool places. Yeah. Um, like a lot of places. Yeah. And like 24 countries or something. Yeah. Been to a lot of them with him. And then he went in thinking this was like kind of a fling, but it turned out to be more, um, six months in, she got pregnant and he initially thought this was like some type of trap to like get him like in this relationship. And, um, but he says that the whole experience made them closer. He proposed to her in Cuba. Um, but then she ended up miscarrying. After they had applied for the K-1 visa. So sad. Um, So he was like questioning like this, you know, this is like my chance to get out of this. So I'm like, well, that's a great reason to decide to get married because you knock somebody up. Right. Um, (laughs) But anyways, he's like, I could get out of this, but decides he still wants to marry her. So um, that's where they are now. Um, Yara, like I said, is 25. She's from the Ukraine. She does makeup for a living. Um, she's cute. Ish. Um, I think she's really pretty. There's something about her. There's something about him. Just doesn't. I don't know what it is yet. I haven't figured it out, but yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways. So he's super close with his mom, another mama's boy. Um, she has like this preconceived notion as a lot of these moms do that. Um, she's just trying to get into the U S and it's especially because she's Ukrainian. Um, And then he goes on to talk about how he's nervous about her being alone for those 30 days when he leaves um, for his job. Um, I don't know. I just put down that his mom was saying that she wanted him to, she was expecting him to be with like a nice Southern girl and that she feels that they're very, very different when it comes to like, you know, things that they're interested in and things that they like to do. Um, and the next time that we see, see them, um, he's buying flowers for her. Um, and he goes to the airport and when she gets there, you know, they're happy to see each other. It seems like they genuinely are really interested in each other. 
And she immediately starts complaining about him buying economic flights because she had to travel for 30 hours, go multiple places before coming into America. Um, But she complains about that after he's like, oh, you just got here. We're going to go out. We're going to go out partying in New Orleans. And she's like, dude, I just traveled 30 hours. All I want is shower and a bed. So it wasn't like she was initially complaining about that. She was like, maybe if you, like her retort was like, maybe if you weren't so cheap and you got me on a direct flight, (laughs) I would, I would be up for going out. But instead I've been flying for 30 hours. Right. So now I don't want to go out. So right. the producers ask her like what it is that she loves oh, about yeah. Jovi. This is so funny. And she says that she isn't really sure that he has a really good body. And my favorite part is that like said, she says, well, not now. <laughs> yeah. Four. Yeah. So it <laughs> looks like this guy has put on a little bit of weight or something, obviously, since the last time she saw him. Yeah. Went straight for the jugular for that one. I do want to mention, like before he picked her up, he went to his friend's house that his like childhood friend Klein's house and Sarah and um, they basically grill him about like, are you going to be able to give up like your bachelor bachelor lifestyle? Like, you know, the strippers and the girls and the partying and um, like neither of his friends think it's going to work. Um, right. So that just gives you a little taste of who Jovi is or was before uh, Yara. Um, Anyways, so, um, yeah, he's just kind of an ass. Like, this, he says, like, this moment of picking her up at the airport isn't, like, living up to his expectations of what he thought the moment was going to be like. Yeah, he's a brat, too. They're both bratty in two different ways. Uh, he's a major brat. Um, I yeah, I'm not a fan of him at all. Um, oh yeah, me either for sure. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, and oh, uh, sorry. So the next day, she's like unpacking her stuff, and he's like sitting at the bar drinking a white claw in their apartment. <laughs> And I just thought that was really funny. And he's like, come on, I want to go have fun. And Yara just wants to, like, get settled. Um, And he is so annoying. So, But she concedes, and they go out to Bourbon Street in New Orleans. And she is not impressed at all with New Orleans or Bourbon Street. Yeah, she says it smells like puke and piss. Which it does, but it's amazing. Like, New Orleans mm-hmm. is my favorite city, so I was immediately offended. Because um, <laughs> what a little biatch to not think New Orleans is amazing. Um, so, yeah, strike against her. Don't like that. She's not a cool chick. Um, they go to visit Jovi's mom on the bayou, and she doesn't want to stay the night there, and they fight over it. Um, it's so stupid. I can't. Yeah, he says that it's disrespectful if she doesn't go. So then she finally and decides she's like, she I go. go. I just don't want to spend the night. Right. Like, really, TLC, like, this is the fight we're having. Like, this is it. Like, I just. They're searching for something. Yes, to, like, like, the material is really bad. There's not a lot going on. So It's just so petty. 
it's literally days and like episode and episode and then episode. It's the same fucking thing every yeah. time. They're just like bitching about stupid shit. It took three episodes to go pick the bitches up from the from the airport. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how much lead up do you? They're two hours long each. Right. How much lead up do you need to tell me that you guys are farmers and you have a bunch of really high maintenance Russian girls? Two hours long. Isn't that like wild? Yeah. Like we understand like that they okay. Every single person, almost every single person in this one that was like a new person was like a girl from like Russia, Ukraine area, and then some like country dude that's trying to bring this like city girl into the country and you can yeah. already know it's not going to work. You yeah. know what I mean? Like already aware. Yeah. Um. Okay. So they meet the mom. It seems to go pretty good. Um, for the most part, except for when the wedding gets brought up, this is going to be the dilemma is that Yara just wants to get married in Vegas, like elope. And, um, his mom wants to do like a big backyard wedding because she wants the family there. But Yara's thinking is like, Hey, if my family doesn't get to be here, then I just want to do something small. I don't want to be like, hey, look at right. this celebration I'm having that you're not invited or that you can't come can't to. Come to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of get it from both sides because like as I'm, I'm not a mom, I'm not a mom. I didn't know if you knew that or not. But um, like if I was a mom, I mean, I'd want to see my kid get married. So right. I get you it. Wouldn't, you wouldn't get married and not invite your mom. No, no, no. Right, right. You'd be like, your mom would never just not be there. And right, so- so I get it, but I get it from Yara's side too a little bit. But then his mom's like, okay, well then what about we just have like a party mm-hmm. like after you guys get married and Yara's still like not conceding to that, which I'm like, does she not understand? Like it could just be a party. Doesn't have right. to be, it doesn't like, have to be a, reception. a big reception. Right. Yeah, exactly. It could just be like celebrating you guys. You could even married. just be having like a, like a, wedding shower type thing right and right like like, okay you're turning down gifts yeah free money too people give you money gifts and money bitch like i'm gonna have an engagement party i'm gonna have a wedding all the parties uh everything and you know what i feel like if i don't get married i deserve some type of party agreed with presents that i'm registering for Yep. So that might be happening. All right. Um, Rebecca, 49, from Woodstock, Georgia. And Ziad from Tunisia. I said this again. Yeah. So they were on 90 Day the Other Way a few seasons ago. Um, So I'm on a diet. You know that. And I'm watching this bitch. Be the manager of Joella's chicken <laughs> with spicy chicken tenders and waffles that this bitch is serving. And I was just like, get off my TV. I was like so angry watching she goes, Be careful with that chicken. It's got a little kick to it. And I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. You did not say that. You've she, never said that. There is something so weird about her. She, like, it, uh, yeah. Yeah, I there's mean, something weird about obviously, her. Obviously, both her and Zed are really strange characters. The fact like, that I can count multiple, like, different types of items in her house that are covered in his face <laughs> is, know. like, 
really fucked up, dude. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the blanket, her credit card, her the gym t-shirt? t-shirt. <laughs> All the pictures around her house, like everything, her background of her computer, everything, her phone, it's all covered in pictures of him. She is, she's off her rocker, but there's something like, um, she's a little like over the top, but like, it's like almost insincere or like not genuine. Like, I don't know. There's just something... I can't put my finger on it. It's just very bizarre watching her. Yeah. Um, anyway, so her boyfriend is 27. His name is Ziad. They got engaged right before she left. Um, Tunisia. Tunisia. Why can't I say that? I want to say I like know. something really weird. Anyways, so um, they got <laughs> they got engaged right before she left, and they're showing like all these videos of Ziad like talking to her like oh baby you the love of my life and like you big love and you're mine and like his voice is like really deep and like muppety almost like yeah it is like a muppet monster his voice sounds like normally (laughs) yeah it's so weird it's like it's so what she was doing in her pictures is what he was doing with his voice yes (laughs) <laughs> so she talks about this like how she initially sent him like all these super filtered pictures oh my god it's so funny like she seriously she's gonna be 50 in these filtered photos she looks like late 20s yeah like, 28 she is like filtered the fuck out of like <laughs> So it's funny. not even the same girl. It doesn't not even the same person. I'm just oh like, oh, God. is that a picture of you when you were in high school? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, anyways, as soon as she got back from the States, uh, they started the K-1 visa process. Um, Rebecca's daughter, Tiffany, offered Rebecca and Ziad um, to move in with her until they could like financially get on their feet because Rebecca estimates that she spent like fifteen to twenty thousand dollars on this K one visa process, which is insane. I, I did not. I mean, I knew it was expensive, and she but... did it once before. Though that's what's really crazy about it is that she Ew. knew that that's how much it was going to cost to get somebody over here. If I was her daughter, Tiffany, I think I would like slap her in the face. Yeah, like definitely. I would not be supporting this a second time around. No way. No way. No way. So, um, anyways, um, but Rebecca reveals that Ziad isn't comfortable living, having Rebecca live there because Tiffany has a boyfriend named Micah who also lives there. And Ziad is like a, comes from a conservative Muslim family. And so he doesn't think it's like appropriate for Rebecca to be living with like an unmarried man. Mm-hmm. And Micah seems pretty like country boy and like, well, yeah, if he looks at me the wrong way, we're going to have a problem kind of thing. Yeah. But also just like, Oh, he needs to like, just get used to how things work here in Merca. Like, you know in what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. He's very, very like Trumpy. That's funny. 
I said that, um, and this is exactly where I wrote this down at, where it's like, I said, her face really pisses me off because every time that anybody, I'm sorry, but I have to say it every time that someone's talking to her, she has like the, like, you just really sincerely hurt my like feelings that. constantly. Like, like she's exactly where it's like, her daughter will be like, well, you know, like, let's just like talk to, talk to my fiance when he gets out of the shower. We'll, or when he gets home, like, we'll talk to him about it. And she's like, okay. <laughs> It's like a soap like, actress. So concerned. Yeah. So concerned and so like deeply hurt and saddened by that's everything. What her. Like that's what I'm trying to explain about her. When I say like, she's like got these over the top, like yes. actions and like, it seems like not fully genuine. Almost. It's like somebody will ask her, there's one part where she's like in a convenience store and she pulls out her credit card with like a picture of him and like the person's <laughs> like, oh, like, who is that on your card? And she's like, oh, you know, that's my fiance. He's only like 27. And yeah, I'm like 50. And then she's like, you know, like looking at them like. Yeah, like she needs approval or something. Yeah, like she's so. Like, upset. bitch, you didn't like, have to offer up that information to right. a clerk at a gas station. Right. I don't know why you would. I Nobody would just cares. Like, I'd be like. Mind your fucking business. That's right. who's on my fucking card. Right. Don't don't talk to me. You know what right. I mean? Or just be like, oh, my son. Okay. I, you know I, mean? I like, stole it. I stole it. Now what? <laughs> Call the cops, bitch. Right. But yeah, she's Jokes okay. So um, I know that that's a little bit in advance, so, like, I won't talk about that part yet, but that No, that's so, fun. just basically, like, her daughter thinks history is repeating itself, because we find out that she did have this fiancé who was also Muslim, who was also much younger, and he ended up coming to the United States, and they were, like, broken up within three weeks, mm-hmm. and he was, like, super controlling, and... As soon as he got his green card. Yeah, not was, a good like, dude. Was, like, out and about. And um, then... We also see, like, her meeting up with her friend at the gym. I don't even feel the need to, like, talk about that no. because not a lot happened. There's just another instance where somebody's like, who's that on your shirt? And she's like, oh, that's my really young boyfriend. No, and I wrote that. She's, like, that annoying friend that brings every conversation back to her boyfriend. Like, yeah, exactly. Everything is, like, about Ziad. So she goes in, and the part where we're talking about where she has the creepy credit card is what I like to call it. Um, when she goes is when she decides that she's gonna buy a game console for Zed because when he gets into town he's not gonna be able to work and she has to work still so he might have to just sit at home by himself like boo fucking who right you're about to move in with your daughter and her fiance they're not gonna be able to like live their first years of married life alone because you and your fiance are gonna move into her house because you're too broke so right. why buying a fucking gaming console? Right. Go get him a library card. Right. Tell him to read a goddamn book. Bye. Um, you can play free games on the internet. You can play yeah. On tell him to go games. play actual soccer. Tell him to sell some of his belongings, and then he can buy his own console. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't know what you want me to say about that. But yeah, so we find out that um. That she's, that he is, um, he calls her in the middle of the night to say, like, how the um, the visa process went. And he's not sure 
they told him to leave his passport with them and come back in a week. And so they're kind of just left to like figure it out. And um, she's actually like really like at one point she's saying to him, like, I just wish that they wouldn't like make us wait a week. And it's like, what is he supposed to do about that? Right. Like, sure. We all wish that you didn't have to wait a week. I wish I didn't have to wait a week to watch one, two more hours of the same goddamn storyline. Right. But I do. And right. so do you. So just girl, you can wait. A yeah. She's week. very immature. You can almost tell like her daughter is more of like a parent and more of like a mature, <laughs> mature person than she is. Um, so this probably is a not midlife crisis for sure. It, it seems like her whole life was a crisis. Yeah. <laughs> it's all a crisis. <laughs> whole life crisis. Yeah. All right. So Mike from Seguim. Um, previously on 90 Day. Um, the other way when he went to visit Natalie in Ukraine. Um, he runs a ranch, um, a family ranch with his uncle Bo and his kitty Aria. Um, his fiance Natalie is from the Ukraine and she's a nut job. Um they he talks about the last time he was there how they had like major disagreements over religion basically she's a devout christian and he believes in aliens um yeah they were a total disaster on 90 day the other way um when he was leaving she threw the her engagement ring at him and he took it when he left um he she couldn't even say like last time he was there that she loved him yeah the producers were like, do you think you love him? And she's like, mm, who's to say what love is? Like, yeah. What? So no, then? <laughs> okay. And he's like legitimately hurt. I feel like that was the breaking point for them where things started getting weird and things just like weren't okay anymore. And um, th- throughout this entire part where like they're just kind of, there's a bunch of, of people that are like recurring cast members and uh you know it's just like they spend a lot of time going over the stuff that we already saw in past seasons yeah so on top of that moment was also during a a, one of the reunions um she brings up that he had stayed the night at a girl's house while she like knowing that she was not going to be okay with that um And that was like one of the things in the reunions that they were fighting about was that she was like, well, he stayed the night at a girl's house. And he's like, I was going to a wedding or something like that. He was the, he was that girl's like best man. Best man. Yeah. And so he spent the night on her couch the night before the wedding. Right. I don't know. Whatever. It's very weird how. I mean, like, I understand kind of being pissed about that, but like to be like, you don't love him anymore. Like, I don't know. And then like, I don't know. I just feel like they're like beyond the point of no return. Oh no. They are for sure beyond the point of no return. Especially after the last trip. And like the whole, he says like after he returned to the States that they've spent like a lot of time trying to talk and figure things out and all of that. He just seems like so defeated. Like it, he's like depressing. And like when he it was, seems like he doesn't want her to come be in America. No. And I don't know why he's going forward with that. And I don't know why she's going forward with it either, because she seems 
pretty depressed about all this shit too. Yeah, I don't get so, it. And like it's very weird. He's driving and Natalie calls him to tell him her visa was approved and he like smiles, but he's not happy at all. It's like a sad moment almost. Like it's like he was secretly hoping it wouldn't be approved. Right. And um he goes to get a haircut and he's talking to his hairstylist Jane about everything. And like the whole time he's not happy. He just seems completely depressed. And we know that this isn't his normal personality. Cause we saw him on the other way. And he's like normally like a pretty like outgoing, jovial, happy dude. And now yeah. he's just like blank eyes, like monotone voice. He's just seems so depressed. And yeah, like, he's talking to the hairdresser, yeah. he definitely, definitely seems like he's pretty unhappy and that she seems to be a big shit person and he wants, she wants her to become, she wants him to become vegan and, you know, like all of this stuff that he just seems, and the hairdresser, I'm sorry, but she was just sitting there stirring that pot, asking the right <laughs> questions. And, uh, you know, that was pretty interesting to watch that. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, what, um, so, uh, 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 oh, so later on he's FaceTiming Natalie and she expresses that she wants uncle Bo to move out of the house. And I just said, what the fuck? It just seems like, I just feel so bad for Uncle Bo, and I don't know if I should or not, because he might be a shit person. I definitely feel bad for the uncle. I feel like the uncle um, was relying a lot on, yeah. on him for stuff. It seems yeah. like, and even like, just like the way that he talks about it, like, they're just like, he's like, that's my family. Like, we have to take care of our, my Uncle Bo. Like, he obviously is somebody that he really loves and cares about. Yeah, it's sad. And, like, her reasoning is, like, she doesn't want a stranger to be around. But it's his uncle. Like, it's not a stranger. It's even says, like, I don't even know why she would label him a stranger. Or that it's, like, upsetting that she would label him a stranger because she's talked to him before. It's not someone that she's never seen before. Yeah, she's pretty, like, callous and heartless about this whole thing, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. Because especially, I mean... Like, he's not just living there for free. Like, he helps run the entire ranch. Mm -hmm. So, it's not like he sits there all day and does nothing. Like, he definitely, like, earns his keep. Yeah. So the way that she she thinks about him is that he's just a drunkard. Yeah. I mean, he might be, but... He does. He is, but he, like you said, at least he's doing something around there. He's like helping out around the ranch and stuff. Like, there's a reason why Micro love each other so much. Yeah. So Bo is going to move in with his brother until Mike says it's temporary until um, she gets acclimated. But we see later on. I don't think that's going to be temporary for Natalie. Um, Bo is emotional about it. That is sad. That part is sad. Um, Bo says, I've been with a lot of women myself, and they're unpredictable, you know? Uh, Okay, dude. (laughs) Right? Don't make me feel not bad for you. (laughs) Um, So they show Natalie leaving the Ukraine. 
she's just so bizarre. Like her gestures are so cartoonish and she's so like animated. It's weird. Um, she seems to be having a lot of doubts on her end um, as she's leaving, which I get, but it just seems like there's no joy between the two. And, um, it's like, we're watching an ending and not a beginning. It's really exactly pressing. Um, her mom has a lot more optimism about the relationship. Her mom loves Mike. Um, so I think that's like the main reason she's going, I think, like, if her mom disapproved, she wouldn't be going at all. Yeah, agreed. Um, Mike picks Natalie up, and they initially have, like, a happy reunion. They seem happy. They go to, like, a nice hotel, and he has, like, this nice romantic night, you know, with taken and, or, like, takeout Chinese food and, like, champagne and whatever. It was nice. It was sweet. Yeah. Nice gesture. Um. The next day, they go meet Uncle Bo for lunch, and Natalie seems like love him. Yeah, she's like, oh, he's so, like, the best dressed man. He's so stylish. Yeah, and I'm just like, you are being sarcastic. I know. You're being sarcastic. She's being sarcastic, right? You're making yourself look more like a bitch. Yeah. You're making me hate you even more because I love Uncle Bo. (laughs) I think he's funny. I think he's great. I love him. And her being like an asshole pisses me off. So asking him like how much he drinks. Like, uh, yeah, like he has a couple of drinks and he's like, uh, until or he's not here for you to pass judgment on him. Like, right. And he's a high horse. He's a grown ass man. Let him drink his fucking drinks. Okay. Like you're, you're not in charge of it. Who cares? She's just awful. So she goes ahead and she asks like about where he's living right now. And he's just like, Oh, I moved. And she's like, well, like, where'd you move to? And he's like, Oh, I don't live there anymore. Right. So he, they're kind of like both kind of like dancing around and he goes, yeah, I moved out. And she literally sighs in relief. Like she goes, Oh, thank God. And then she's like, Oh wait, whoops. I didn't mean to do that. You know, I just meant like good. And I'm like, girl, you are such a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> such a bitch. Yeah. Your, your fucking fiance is sitting here looking at you like you're such a bitch. <laughs> you know, Bo is looking at you like you're such a bitch. If he can even follow the conversation. <laughs> but he thinks that you're such a bitch. Everyone thinks you're such so- All of America thinks you're such a bitch. <laughs> she really is. Yeah. Um. So they finally make their way back to his farm and she said that it looks like something out of a horror film (laughs) great way to start so she's really nice again it's not it's not bad at all like it's in the middle of nowhere it's a fucking farm I don't know and like Mike is just like oh she's a city girl she's used to a lot of lights a lot of people and I'm like she's awful send her home yeah um but yeah, I do like that he said if she doesn't like it, then that sucks for her because we're not moving. I mean, it's he like didn't he give up everything to keep keep that family ranch? Like he yeah. went like super in debt in order to keep it. Yeah. So yeah, no, no, yeah, she can suck it. One of the things that happened while they were in um at the restaurant that I wanted to mention is that um, the waiter is kind of like asking where she's from and like, you know, how, 
what brought her here and everything. And she says that, you know, she's here for her fiance and he goes, Oh, like, you know, congratulations to you too. And then he like asked how it's been. And she says, well, I don't have my ring. So it's been pretty tough. <laughs> like she goes, the situation is tough. Yeah. And then, I, huh? Mike should have been like, cause you threw it at me. Yeah. Because yeah, you <laughs> gave it back to me. Remember? And I noticed that she keeps on bringing up this ring. She keeps on going like, I don't have my ring or I don't have my ring back or I don't think that he's ready to give it to me back. And until I have my ring, I'm not going to feel like it's a normal relationship and stuff. And I'm just like, girl, that's why you don't threaten shit like that. That's why you don't go like, here's your ring back because I would be hesitant to ever give it to you again. Right. Not cool. Yeah. I think she just thinks like I'm blonde and pretty. And so I can like, treat him like shit and he'll do whatever I want. Exactly. I don't know. I don't like her. So um, let's move on to Tariq 46 from Virginia Beach. Girl, you hot sauce. Hello, hot sauce. Pretty little ghost pepper. Burn my down mouth off. <laughs> I had to write down the lyrics. I'm so glad you did. Too. It was so good. It's I was perfect. like, damn, that is fire. So he's another repeat. Um, <laughs> that's fire. Literally like mixed emoji, fire emoji, 100 emoji. Um, <laughs> check out my mixtape. So he's another repeat um, cast member for 90 Day Fiance. I think he also was on 90 Day Fiance the other way first. Um, and he has Hazel. And we open up with them. Obviously, they do like a little recap of their relationship before. And, you know, uh, his brother had come to visit Hazel, too. And there was a lot of uh, tension. And Hazel has a son. And there was some tension about that. And then, you know, his brother said something along the lines of like, uh, you know, what kind of woman would just let her child go? And just, it's a lot. There's a lot that happened. Not a lot happened actually, but you know, it's a lot of like recap bullshit. So we find out this time that Hazel likes girls too. She is bisexual. Um, and she wants him to find a girlfriend for her. Um, and that's something that they talk about quite a bit for a little while until we get to the point where he goes to meet his, is it his sister? He says just a friend, Kia. Okay. So he meets up with a friend to talk and he explains to her about how him and Hazel broke up for a while. And that was because they thought that she was pregnant. She had a positive pregnancy test and then two negative pregnancy tests. And um, the negative ones came like a couple weeks after her having the positive test. And so he was under the impression that she went and got an abortion without talking to him about it. And, um, I was watching this with my roommates when it came out and we were talking about that. And, and my one roommate turned to me and was just like, that, that would be an issue for me too. And I was like, dude, I am not even saying that that shouldn't be an issue. Like, yes, girls have the right to choose, but also like, I guess if you're going to tell someone that you're pregnant, then you should talk about the options of abortion. If that's what you decide you want to do. Otherwise don't tell them and just go do it. 
Well, and Tariq um, says, like, I am all for a woman's decision. And right. it's not that I'm anti-abortion. It's just, it was the trust issue that it felt like she right. didn't talk to me about it. And I think that that's a valid reason. And I think that's fair. Sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's a valid reason. Turns yeah. out that that wasn't the case, though. So she didn't have an abortion or so we, so we are told. Um, well, doctors, I guess, told her that she was never pregnant. That she was never pregnant. You're right. Yeah. It was like a false positive. Yeah. Um, so during this time that he is separated from her, he starts talking to another girl who lives in Thailand and her name is Minty. Mm-hmm. Like literally spelled like Minty. <laughs> so she's so fresh. There's yeah, she's fresh as fuck, too. <laughs> Love it. So yeah, we have Minty. Now she's part of the thing. And so he starts dating Minty and she he tells Hazel about Minty. And Hazel's like, actually, she's pretty hot. And I think that I might want to go after her too. And so they all meet up. And he said everything was great for about two and a half days. And on the third day is when Hazel just put an end to all of it. So his friend asks if um, if that was um, if that was it for him and Minty. If like they had never like spoken again after that, and that's when he reveals that he has recently contacted Minty again. And uh, has- yeah, he I guess because this happened. This meeting was in February 2020 that he was having with his friend Kia. and he said basically he had recently reached out to her because of coronavirus. And just asked, like, if she was okay. Um, But did not tell Hazel that he was reaching out to Minty. And that when he woke up, he had, like, ten messages from Minty. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't disclose to us at all. What those were about. What messages they were. Or whether Mm -hmm. or not he ever responded to them. Or what. So, that was weird. But his friend did say something that I really appreciated. And she said, a woman is not going to appreciate you checking up on another woman that you dated while you were broken up on a pregnancy scare. Right. So you could actually start stop this sentence way before at a woman is not going to appreciate you checking up on another woman. And then <laughs> right. you can also add that you dated. And you can also add while you were broken up. And you can also <laughs> add... On a pregnancy scare. So yeah. I love this that. Worse worse. <laughs> yeah, like, so check it out. You shouldn't have done this as well as this and this. However, they all three dated after that. You know what I'm saying? For two days. <laughs> yeah, they all did. I mean, but it's a little messy, but the whole, whole checking up on her. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. like where it starts. You shouldn't be checking up on her, especially yeah. someone that you dated and especially somebody that it was like during the time that you were broken up with somebody about a pregnancy scare. Yeah. So, and you know, for somebody who like was so in love with Hazel, he moved on to Minty pretty very quick. fast. And he says, and they very quickly just like glaze over it. And I was like, wait, skirt, back it up. We need to talk about that. Um, is when he says that Hazel broke it off with Minty because she could tell that Minty and him were like more into each other, more into each other. Mm-hmm. So you chose to be with this girl instead of Minty, even though you could tell that 
you and Minty had more connection. Right. Whatever. Yeah. I don't see that turning out so well anyway. But um, then the next time that we see him, he's going to get a powder blue suit because he thinks it's going to give him cool points to go pick her up from the airport. Yeah. Um, and then this is a scene he reveals that him and his brother Dean aren't talking um, because he gave him so much shit about dating Hazel. And then he turned around and started dating a Filipino woman himself. Right. Um, but it's so weird because I'm like, they were on pillow talk together. So I yeah. don't understand the timeline there. Like what is like, I don't know. Is this produced? And like, and they so just, what if he was dating a Filipino woman too, wouldn't you be like, Oh, well now you understand. Or, like, I can help you with being able to, like, navigate that type of relationship? Well, no, I think it's because he gave Tariq, like, so much shit about it. And was like, she's using you and, like, all this stuff because she's Filipino. And he's like... For sure. Yeah. No. Anyways, that whole thing is weird. Doesn't add up. Um, He picks up Hazel looking like dumb and dumb. Um, but it's sweet, I guess, because it's her favorite color. And he's very and, emotional the yeah, entire time. He's so weird. Um, they go back to his house, and his house is really big, they keep saying, compared to what she's used to. And yeah, he was like, I could fit her entire house in my garage. Sweet. It's like, great. But it's really dirty, too. Weird brags. And yeah, they keep on like zooming in on all these like things that are around his house. He's like, it's super clean. And I'm just like, there's like literally like cups of whatever everywhere and stuff all over the counters and stuff like whatever. And she's just like, oh, he waited for me to have to clean it myself. And even though she's very annoyed, they fuck anyway. (laughs) So he's doing pretty good. He's been pretty good for himself. All right, Andrew. I think we are on our, is this our last couple? It is our last couple. Thank God. It's like pulling teeth with this. I know. So Andrew, 32, he's from California. He runs a daycare with his mom, operated out of her house. He admittedly doesn't have, admittedly doesn't have a lot of friends because he works so much. He met Amira on an international dating website. She's 28 from Sommer, France, a wine region. Literally the dream. Every, like, shot of her in France, I'm like, I want to be there. Um, She's all, like, wearing a little mini skirts and stuff, like, walking like through a vineyard. wrench coat. And, like... <laughs> I don't even know. It seems fabulous. She's half French, half Egyptian, and she does. She feels like she doesn't really fit in in France, so she's been wanting to go abroad. Um, after they had met on like the dating website, he arranged for them to meet in Vegas. They seem to have a genuine connection, and he proposed after three days. Um, she says he's very romantic, very caring, and would move heaven and earth for her. Um. So she has like the K-1 visa and she can go. However, the borders have been closed into the United States because of coronavirus. So she can't fly. Yeah. The same um, day that she was approved, she, yeah. Trump put in the, um, yeah. the ban, the travel ban. So 
they're running out of time on this visa because I guess once you get approved for the visa, you only have like a few weeks or a few months, maybe. Yeah, I think you said like 50 days to activate it or something. Yeah. And then so it's 90 days. They are planning to meet in Mexico, quarantine there for 14 days, and then go into the United States from Mexico. And that's really all I have about them. She meets um, her dad and her dad doesn't like, like him. Yeah. So I said that she's getting ready to leave France. Um, he meets with his sister, Connie for lunch and gives her like this cute little present of like a blue beret for her soon to be son. And she says like, he's going to Mexico, like during the time that she's going to have her baby shower. And he, she's like, this might be my only kid and like all this stuff. And I'm just like, Dude, like, spare him the guilt trip, first of all. And second of all, like, how many guys go to baby showers? That's what I was thinking, too. Like, um, all right. Nine times for you ten, guys like for being progressive and, like, inviting men. But, like, bros don't go to baby showers. Right. You do a diaper party for the guys. And then they, they all the guys drink and, and bring a thing of diapers or whatever. And who cares? They gave you a present. Like, it's not. Right. It's just very weird. It's not like a video. So she talks to him and she's just explaining that she's really concerned about him and, you know, like that she's met Amita before and um, thinks that she's superficial. And um, anyway, and then she, the, what's her name? Amita? Amira. Amira. Amira um, goes to like meet up with her dad. And she's explaining that she's being, or that he thinks that she, that she's being pressured to come to America too soon. And she's saying that like America's in lockdown and that there's lots of cases in Mexico where they're going, which I'm like, that's a legitimate reason to be like concerned about going for sure. But the weird thing is that Amira tells her dad that if that Andrew said that if she doesn't come now, that he's going to resent her forever. And I was like, oh, that's like really weird because we didn't see that. There was Mm-mm. no, I didn't see any kind of footage that would have indicated that that was how that was. And I mean, granted, we only saw one episode where Andrew was part of it at all. And it was maybe the last 20 minutes of the episode. Um, but he seems like he's a like legitimately like laid back, cool dude. Yeah. It just, to me, from the 20 minutes I saw, I I wouldn't have assumed that he would say something like, I'm going to resent you forever if you don't come. Yeah, no, I thought that whole thing was really weird and fishy that we didn't see actual footage of that. Um, Yeah, I thought that was really strange. And I was thinking, like, did he maybe mean, like, because I've put all this money into, like, the visa process, like... Well, she says he's given so much money to us, which is weird that she said that. I I kind of, I wish that they would have, you know, like the producers are obviously asking questions and stuff and like guiding some of these conversations. So like, why are we skipping over these pretty important conversations? Yeah. Like I could do less about the whole character doesn't change and, you know, he's going to resent me forever and all that stuff. And do more with the, like, how much money has he given you guys? What do you mean by that? Right. Money to your dad as well, because you don't live with your dad. So, like, what's up with that? Like. Yeah. 
It's just very weird. The entire, the entire situation is very weird. Yeah. Um, So like really quickly, let's talk about um, what do we expect from each one of these couples stay together or break up? What do you think is going to happen? Brandon, (sighs) Brandon and Julia. I think break up. I think that they're going to stay together at least for a little while. I think the mom's going to be too much for Julia. So I totally see that happening too. I, I get that. Um, Jovi and Yara for sure. Breaking up, break up for sure. Breaking up. Yeah. Do not doubt that. Okay. Rebecca and Zayed. I think they'll stay together. I think they're going to stay together because I think they're too far gone that they're going to have to stay together. I think that he's going to come into America and be like, this bitch is crazy. But then he's going to be like, I don't know where I'm going to go. And yeah. <laughs> he's going to walk into her, into her house and see his face on literally everything and be like, this woman is a psychopath. She's a serial killer. Is her plan to yeah. wear my face as a mask? <laughs> Seriously. Um She's all a right. psychopath. <laughs> okay, so Mike and Natalie break up. Mm, I spoiler alert, I know that they are currently Well, yeah, but I think that they're gonna break up still. Eventually, yeah. yeah oh yeah. I don't think that's a a, a forever kind of thing. No. Or even an, or even like a two year kind of thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna get real sick of farm life. I'm sure I can find out right now who's married and who isn't, but I'm going to tell you long-term breakup. Yeah. Andrew uh, and Amira. Uh, I think they're going to get married. Uh, yeah. I think they'll get married. I don't know. I it, can't tell yet. Tell. We skipped over Tariq and Hazel. Oh, and Tariq and Hazel. I think that they're going to be fine. I think they're going to stay together too. Yeah, me too. Um, we do know that there is another person that's going to be on the next episode. And I'm really excited to see that one because it's like an older woman and she seems like she has a lot of money. <laughs> and this dude is like a younger, pretty a sugar baby, sugar baby. Yeah, exactly. She's like the little sequence of like them introducing her for like two seconds on the next, like on the, you know, coming up or whatever on the next episode. She's like, holding her dumbbells and like she has like her uh the the face mask thing with the lights and she's like <laughs> doing her little thing like she's jazzercising she's jazzercising <laughs> for real literally uh, I was like I'm gonna love her I can already tell I'm excited about her but it's scary that they're introducing her in the fourth episode because I'm like obviously they don't have a lot of material yeah with this one yeah I agree that is very weird yeah oh yeah but we also saw like a little sneak peek of like the wasn't it Andrew and Amira and he's just like I just got terrible news or something like that and then they like cut out and I was like okay so either she didn't make it to Mexico it's gonna be a fucking fake fake out though because it's gonna be like oh my god I just found out that she might not make it and it's gonna be like and it's gonna be like she turns the corner and it's like oh she made it yeah she's actually on the plane the entire time tlc right (laughs) fuck you tlc (laughs) 
I am not paying for more shit from you. Hell no. They are not turning out good material on the regular 90 day for me to pay money for your bullshit other shows. But we know that TLC isn't going to sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to happen. Hey, listen, start producing better quality television. (laughs) For real. 90 Day used to be amazing. And now I just feel like they're grasping at straws with these. Literally the trashiest of the trash. That's what it was. Even though it's like, at least it was interesting trash before. Like, Mohammed and Danielle. Like, that was like watching a train wreck. It was amazing. And every episode was like, just more trash. It wasn't. (laughs) It was different trash. It It was was more different trash. And this is like the same trash over and over like they're like you like threw something out and then every day until (laughs) the next time that they come to pick up your stuff you still have to look at it tlc has jumped on to recycling (laughs) i'm not about it (laughs) i like just recycling now for real (laughs) it literally is they're like we're reducing we're reusing we're recycling and i'm like fuck you. I'm like, why are there 23 episodes in this season and all of them are fucking Zed's face on a credit card? It's just I different have to things see Zed's face on one on. more piece of merchandise. I'm going to lose my mind! <laughs> you know what? I'm going to get his face printed on something now so I can also have my own Zed credit card or something. Oh my god. <laughs> wine glasses with Zed's face. All right. Well, um it's been a great episode. We don't know what we're doing next week. No, we'll figure it out and we'll let you guys know. <laughs> we're Sorry. super lazy. It's the holidays. It's Give us Christmas. a break. <laughs> I'm in pajamas. It's Christmas. I didn't I got do my, my makeup. I got my Grinch pants on. It's exactly. I didn't do my makeup. Uh, Christmas is a day for lounging. Like, just take it for what it is here. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks for joining us on Christmas if you did. And yeah, we love you guys. We love you guys. And we'll see you next Friday. Okay. Bye. Bye.